Welcome to the Writer's Corner, a special episode edition of The Power Within Her, where we're all about learning how to write books. My name's Megan, and I'm a super enthusiastic author, future publisher, and current writing coach with 10 years of writing and teaching experience. Now, I'm on a mission to empower you to write the story that I know you're itching to write. Because, girlfriend, your voice and experience in story matters. So together, we're going to lean into the fear, dance with doubt, and have some fun as we develop the skills and mindset you need to write your own book. Are you ready to begin your journey to be an author? All right then, let's turn the page. What's up, my friend? Happy Friday. I hope that you're having a great day, that you had a great week. Today is another Writer's Corner episode. So if you have missed the last couple of episodes, no worries. I will link them below for you there in the show notes. But basically, the Power Within Her podcast is always going to be a personal development podcast. I am all about empowering women and the, the podcast itself is never going to stray from that topic, but I did decide a couple of weeks ago to start recording Writer's Corner episodes because I know a lot of women in this community want to write books, and maybe that's you, and I just really want to start empowering women around that topic of writing books as well, so that's why... Um, once or twice a month, you're going to see Writer's Corner episodes pop up with all the other topics and interviews and her story episodes we've got going on because women's voices and stories and ideas and experiences, all of it matters. And I want writing to be and feel way more accessible than it is currently in our culture and our society. So... That's why you're seeing all these Writer's Corner episodes, because it is another facet of women's empowerment, and we are going to dive deep into all the skills and mindset that you need to write a book. So let's dive into today's topic, which is all about motivation. So that's another question I've been getting a lot in the DMs. Megan, oh my gosh, you write every day. How do you stay motivated? How do you keep after it? So let's talk about that. To kick things off, I want to start with a definition of motivation because you know, (laughs) if you listen to this podcast in any capacity, I love a good definition. So motivation is defined as the desire or willingness to do something. And let's be real about this. (laughs) Like everyone and their mother on the internet, I too am going to tell you Obviously, we are not always going to be motivated, right? It happens. We're human. And there's a lot of reasons, like more specifically, why we might be lacking motivation just in general, not even with writing, just in general. So we might be in a really busy season of life. We might have different priorities than the thing that we're not motivated to do. It might be a time management or like a lack of time issue. It could be some sort of limiting belief that's um, robbing us of that motivation, that desire to do the thing. It could be a mindset thing. Um, We could also be bored of or with the thing that we are not motivated to do. Or we could just be having a human freaking moment, right? Where we're tired, we're crabby, and we just don't feel like doing it. There's just no other reason than that. We're just not feeling it today. And full disclosure, I have struggled with every single one of those things (laughs) at some point or another along a journey toward working toward a goal, right? Um, Particularly with working out and being bored (laughs) of the workout routine, right? Like we've all been there in some way, shape, or form. So if you're feeling called out (laughs) by any of those reasons, um, just know that you're not alone. 
because it's a part of being a human, right? It's a part of being an ambitious woman who's chasing a goal. It's just a part of life and it happens. So then the question becomes, what do we do about this, right? (laughs) Because as an ambitious woman, I know that you don't just like to sit in the problem of like, well, I don't feel motivated, so we're just going to stay here. Like, no, that's not you. That's not me. That's not us. So naturally, we're going to do some research. We're going to seek out some resources to try to figure out what we can possibly do about this problem and about the situation that we're in, right? And undoubtedly, what you're going to find when you Google it is going to be this large, overwhelming, predominant narrative that is intense and honestly, really, really aggressive. So for example, I've found resources that say motivation is a myth, (laughs) motivation is a lie, so you just got to fake it till you make it, pretend that you're motivated and just push through and do it anyway. Um, there's also another quote that I came across and I'm pretty sure that it's just kind of like a general quote at this point (laughs) where it doesn't really, you know, belong to any one particular person. You see it a lot in, um, fitness centers and gyms where it says you will never always be motivated. You have to learn to be disciplined. And that's the popular dominant narrative right now on motivation and I agree that discipline and consistency and making something a habit is important. It's absolutely important, especially when it comes to writing a book. You got to show up consistently in order to do it, right? But I disagree that we should push and show up and just be, you know, um, uncritically committed to the act of just showing up and doing the thing just because discipline is how we get things done. So my take on it is that your lack of motivation is coming up for a reason and pushing through long-term isn't going to motivate you like we think it might or like culture and society tells us it's going to. In fact, I think that if we push through when we're not motivated again and again and again, that we're going to end up hating the process of writing a book. We are not going to have any fun and you might quit before your manuscript um, gets made into an actual book and goes into the world, right? And that, if you ask me, is a freaking tragedy because some woman out there needs to hear your story. She needs to read your book. But there's the very real chance that that woman is never going to get the chance to read your book if we're constantly trying to motivate ourselves so aggressively, so intensively all the time, right? And if that kind of style of motivation does work for you, that's amazing. I'm really happy for you. I genuinely, truly am. But at the same time, like we need to remember that not every person is motivated in the same way. Some of us, me, hello, raising my hand so high right now, need a gentler approach to motivation because honestly, that Um, intense style of motivation lends itself to a lot of burnout for me (laughs) and maybe for you too, or if not you, it could be the woman next to you, right? So I want to dive into some of those gentler um, tactical things that you can use or tailor to you in your life to help with writing motivation in a way that is not so intense and not rooted in that philosophy of you just got to push through and be consistent and show up no matter what. I hope that you are loving today's episode about motivation, but I had to pop in real quick to tell you about a really freaking cool writer's empowerment tool that I think is going to change the game for you in your book. 
And that tool is actually my book, The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling. And if you listen to, you know, the non-writer's corner episodes, you're probably like, what? How in the world is your book on journaling going to help me write a book? And so here's the thing about Guide to Journaling. The third chapter is all about how to use journaling to generate ideas and to create content. Because let's be real, how many long-forgotten ideas have popped into your head over the years? How many ideas have you had that you've judged or dismissed, causing them to dissipate just into nothingness? Or how about all those ideas that are always in your head? They're haunting you, they're just nagging at you, but you refuse to let them out because you're unsure if they're good or not. So if you connect to any of those questions, I promise that the third chapter of Guide to Journaling has been tailor-made for you. I truly believe that ambitious women like you and me can use our journals to generate and develop our ideas, to explore them, and to grow them into something that's amazing and impactful. And I promise you, without my journal, (laughs) I guarantee you that this podcast, my book on journaling, my future books that I'm going to write, all the things that I've been doing would not exist. And I know that this is not just the case for me. This is also the case for other women as well who have bought my book on journaling, who want to establish their own journaling practices, but also want to write books. And in fact, on the day that I am recording this very episode, a woman slid into my DMs on Instagram and she was like, oh my gosh, I used one of the methods that you talked about in Guide to Journaling for my own book that I want to write within a year, within a couple years, whatever it is. And she's like, it was mind blowing. She's like, this is going to change the game. So if you are working out or you're walking around the block or you're doing dishes, like whatever it is that you're doing, you're like, dang, that sounds really good. You have got to go check out Guide to Journaling. I have, of course, put a link to where you can check out the book in the show notes, but you could also check it out on Instagram. Go check me out at Marie. Go to the link in my bio. You will see a very clearly marked um, tab that will take you directly to the book. And I think the best, coolest thing about Guide to Journaling is the fact that a part of the proceeds funnel directly into a scholarship fund to financially support women in their senior year of high school to apply to college because there's nothing better in this world, in my opinion, than women empowering women. So again, if all of that sounds good to you, head to the link um, in the show notes, head to the link in my bio on Instagram and check the book out. So... That said, let's dive back into today's episode. So tip number one, straight out of the gate, (laughs) is that we need to make the writing process more fun because we are going to be more motivated to sit down to do it when we're having fun. And I do think a little bit of it is trying to find the joy in the work, right? But that's a whole other conversation. But we really should try to make it as fun as we possibly can because writing a book is not something that a lot of people do in a weekend. Like, could it be done? Probably. (laughs) But most people take like six months to a year to two years to five years to write their book. And if you're not having any fun and if you're waiting to celebrate and have fun until after it's published, you're going to be waiting a very long time. Right? So we've got to make it fun in the process. And of course, fun is subjective and it looks different per person, right? So for you, maybe that means that you light a candle that you only light when you are writing. Or maybe it means that you go pick up a super fun, you know, coffee that you splurge on and you sit at the coffee shop for X number of hours or minutes and you write. Or maybe every time 
you decide to write, you make fun plans for afterwards that you have to look forward to. Or maybe you're someone who really likes to chart your progress. So every time that you sit down to write, you're charting that by X number of words or minutes or pages or days, whatever it is, and you decide to fill in a super fun chart every time that you write. Or maybe you write with a friend or maybe you listen to music, like whatever it is, (laughs) it could be a million different things that you define as fun. You got to make it fun because a goal is not worth pursuing unless you are enjoying the process. So what can you do to make the process of writing your book more fun? So whenever you've got a minute, journal out that question or think about it in the back of your mind. How can you make the writing process for you individually more fun? So for me, that looks like writing at the same or similar time every day. I love to write in the morning. I always make myself a fun coffee and I am, you know, by myself in the office. And I really, really enjoy that. And at this point, you might be thinking like, that's it. (laughs) That's what you do for fun. That's how you make the process fun. And honestly, yes, it is because it's not fun for me to write at a time of day that I'm just like, ooh, like having to force it. I'm naturally more motivated in the morning as well. And it's just really fun to just have that sacred, special time to myself to be able to write. So to each their own, (laughs) gotta find a way to make it fun for you individually right? So that's tip number one. Moving on to tip number two here, which is to connect much deeper with why you're writing a book and who you're writing this book for. Because like we talked about in the very first Writer's Corner episode, um, writing doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? It's always going to be written for a very specific audience with a very specific purpose in mind. So it's really important to dig deep into who the book is for and why you're writing it because it's going to make your book just naturally better, <laughs> right? But it also can be really, really extra motivating to think about the woman who's going to read our book. And I feel like this is just another one of those parts of being a human, right? But sometimes we are ironically um, more motivated to show up for other people than we are to show up for ourselves. So if you are needing that extra motivation to get your book out into the world, picture the face of the woman who you are writing your book for. And then specifically how you're going to blow this woman's mind and change her whole damn life because she read your book, right? So let's dive real quick here into an example of what this could look like. So let's say that you are writing a book about parenting spirited kids and you are speaking to that mom, to that woman who feels like she's just absolutely failing and is just like all over the board and straight hot mess. Or maybe you are writing a book about mental health struggles and you're writing to that woman who's scared to ask for help, who feels like it's hopeless and you're going to pour hope and belief into her that it's going to be okay. Or maybe you are writing a book about limiting beliefs and you're speaking to the woman who is just crippled by them and feels like she can't do anything and that she's a piece of crap. Whatever you are writing about and whoever you're writing it for, picture that woman. Picture the woman who's going to pick up your book in the bookstore. She's drawn to it. Something in her is telling her, I need to pick up that book. That book is for me. That woman, that reader, she needs you to follow through. And how freaking cool is that, that your words and ideas and your stories and experiences, your entire book 
is going to make that kind of an impact. So ask yourself, who are you writing for and why are you writing for her? And full disclosure, um, this was the motivational tactic that kept me going and honestly prompted me to follow through on my first book, Guide to Journaling, because there were days, (laughs) right, where I wasn't motivated. There were days that I was like tired or crabby or feeling a little bit burnt out. I was like, I just do not want to do this. And of course, I would take breaks. I would take rest because we need that, right? Um, I will link below in the show notes the episode um, of the podcast, just like the regular, um, the regular podcast, <laughs> I guess. Um, like, so like a non writer's corner episode where I went into when we're chasing a goal, no matter what goal it is, we need the, the doing and the resting in order to make it happen. Um, but anyway, if it weren't for resting and really, really connecting emotionally deep with the woman that I envisioned reading my book, I seriously probably would not have followed through. <laughs> so If you're needing that extra boost of motivation, picture the woman that you're writing for. So to wrap up today's episode, I just want to quickly reiterate that we are all motivated in different ways, and it's up to each one of us to individually define um, what that looks like for us, right? But today, it was really my intention to dive into a couple of gentler ways that we can stay motivated when it comes to writing our books. So to recap that real quick, really asking ourselves, how do we make it more fun? And then connecting deeper to who we're writing for and why we're writing our book in the first place. So that said, I hope that you loved today's episode. And if you did, I would love it if you could either take a screenshot of the episode and put it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Marie so we can continue to spread the important message of this podcast or... Keep on sliding into my DMs (laughs) on Instagram and letting me know what you think about these Writer Corner episodes or even any of the episodes of the podcast and keep all of your questions coming because I love to hear from you. I love to know who's listening in and I want to get to know you more and the book that you have on your heart. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and we will chat again soon. 